We are going OT today. Welcome back to the School PR Podcast. I missed you guys. I know you've been busy. Episode 48 here. I'm going to explain what OT is and about my detox delight. That coming up. Please listen to these. Help support our sponsors. Everyone can use a little support right now and find out what the OT is and the detox delight coming right up. Hi, this is Rob Wilsey, founder of Schoolshine. We make custom professional quality videos for school districts. We want to make sure your district has the very best video content possible and the best content strategy so you can get the most out of your videos. So check out some samples at schoolshine.org and schedule a call with us today to learn how you can take your videos to the next level. That's schoolshine.org. Do you wish that creating and sending email newsletters took less time and effort? Would you like more parents to tune in and read your district's newsletter? If so, try MarketVolt, the email newsletter platform tailored for districts like yours. With MarketVolt, it's simple to create newsletters that parents will read. MarketVolt automatically customizes your newsletter to match each parent's interest. With MarketVolt, you can create better newsletters with less headache and less hassle. Visit betterk12newsletter.com to learn what MarketVolt can do for you. That's betterk12newsletter.com, powered by MarketVolt. Hey there, PR experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed. And thanks for letting us be a part of it. Now, back to the podcast. Advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, teachers, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help educators help our kids. Welcome to the School PR Podcast. Brought to you by Blackboard, Schoolshine, and Market Bolt. Here's your host, Ryan Ferran. All right, so we're going to shift gears a little bit, try something new on the podcast here, the School PR Podcast. We always bring you everything related to the school PR profession, education, and the like, media relations, social media, crisis communications. We have several podcasts about Coronavirus communications for schools. Hopefully you've been able to listen to those, but we are going OT. What OT is, is off topic. So some podcasts will be much more off topic than this one will be. I think this one relates to all of us in school PR, education, and pretty much in the world right now. So this one is not too off topic, but I am going to get into some other off topic interests of mine that are not school PR related, but since I have the platform here, I'm going to put them on the uh, School PR podcast. And if you're interested, great. I'll put OT at the beginning of them after the episode number. So everyone knows that it's not exactly School PR related and that it's off topic a bit. But I have started out doing podcasting long, long time ago. I know everyone and their mother, the brother and the cousin now has a podcast. It's a cool thing to do, which is great. More options for everyone. But I actually started a health and fitness podcast, man, 
10, 15 years ago in my, basically my room and the old tape recorder, uploaded it to the computer, edited it through Audacity, did the whole thing. Um, no fancy microphones, no, you know, computer hardware where we're at, but it was a health and fitness. And that turned into, it started out as a blog, health and fitness blog at a TV station I was working at go out and do a central coast and uh, what was it called? Something central coast adventures. Um, so go out to trails and stuff like that. Then it turned into kind of a health and fitness blog. Um, really enjoy talking about health and fitness. I'm not a medical expert. I'm not a physical therapist, anything like that. I am a aging weekend warrior with many aches and pains and trying to stay fit and fiddle but uh, so I did this radio show, local ESPN affiliate called Living the Run. Live from the ESPN 1280 studios in San Luis Obispo, it is time. It is Living the Run. We're not just chewing the fat, we're getting rid of it. We are your home for everything health and fitness. Living the Run is being brought to you by Running Warehouse, CrossFit, Grover Beach, Artie's Pilates, and in partnership with the American Cancer Society and the Heal Slow Coalition. Here are your hosts for Living the Run, Ryan Ferran and Paul Tarek. And welcome back to Living the Run Health and Fitness Radio. It is Ryan Ferran alongside the Olympian, Paul Tarek, and our producer. And so that was a blast. Paul Tarek and myself did the radio show for a bit. And um, so we did all these health and fitness type topics. We'd have race directors on. We'd have nutritionists on. Dean Carnassus. Uh, we've had Dan O'Brien. Uh, color therapist on. Uh, I would do all these crazy things. I still do them. Dairy detox and I would try vegan diets and vegetarian meatless and all these crazy things. People kind of think I'm a little bit. Do you have any history of mental illness in your family? I have an uncle who does yoga. Crazy, but I'm into kind of, uh, you know, staying healthy as I can. I also eat some junk and, you know, I can throw down a, a pizza followed by a box of milk does milk does like it's nobody's business. Um, so I'm all about balance and the like, but I do like health and fitness. I'll do wheatgrass shots. I have a million, um, massage like guns. I have, uh, a tens machine, which is basically your, your attach yourself with those little pads and you're basically running electricity through you to help with sore muscles. I do ice therapy. I do heat. I've tried everything. CBD oil. So you name it. I've been there. I have lacrosse balls, foam rollers, more ice packs than anyone knows what to do with, large bottles of Advil. But I love staying active and I want to be active as long as I can. But I have all these nagging injuries. I've been doing a lot of stretching. I've tried yoga. So long story short, I'm going to put some of these topics that I've been doing, things that I found that have really worked uh, for me as an amateur <laughs> medical researcher and athlete and a weekend warrior enthusiast, and just go off topic from the school PR world. And hopefully you get some benefits from them. I want to dive into some things such as sleep, what I've learned about sleep, 
the, the kind of the best conditions for it and some of these things that I've been experimenting with and maybe they can help you. One of those things uh, that I want to talk about today is detoxing. And this is not um, like a physical detox as far as detoxing the body so much, but this is kind of the digital detox that we, that a lot of, probably a lot of you have done that are listening to this, the social media detox. So for me, that's always been super hard to do. And before I kind of dive into this, I just want to give Tracy Jens some credit for the inspiration on this. I've been thinking about doing this for a couple of weeks now because I did feel so much better after I did this detox and wanted to share it and haven't gotten to it yet. But I saw her post on Facebook a couple days ago and it really struck a chord with me. I thought it was very well written, explained the frustrations and made me think, yes, I should do this. And just maybe it inspires somebody else to do it. And uh, just thought what she wrote was very well said, and I couldn't have said it better myself. And I understand a lot of it. Just going to read it. It's not long at all, um, but it inspired me to do this podcast. So I, I really appreciate her putting it out there. This is what she wrote. If anyone is looking for me, I'm taking a break from personal use of Facebook for a while. I love pictures of everyone's families, reading how you are, celebrating birthdays, and other milestones. But friends, 2020 has been too much. Being a social media manager during a pandemic is emotionally exhausting. Questions come at all hours. Opinions are free-flowing. Experts are everywhere. Everyone wants to be heard. Being on the receiving end can be too much. And friends, most often, the decision makers aren't on social. They are reading research, reviewing surveys, and in meetings, making decisions based on the aforementioned. I share this because we each choose what we add to the social world. In my humble opinion, we each need to put more thought in what we share before we click post. Just putting something out there usually does more to clear someone's mind than to contribute to the body of thought or research. That's my sociological take. To my friends who also do this work, I see you. I understand what you are going through. I'm here for you. And that's what she wrote. Very well said. You can tell that it's been a lot for a lot of people. A lot of opinions out there, a lot of experts, and it's taxing. There's frustrations that you take on because you're the one reading this, responding, passing it along to the appropriate person, but it's been a lot. And so I get it. So thanks to Tracy for posting that, putting it out there and giving people that may not understand that she's following and connected with on social media, some of the perspective that I think all educators have been going through, um, whether it's school PR, teachers, principals, administrators, superintendents, board members, they've been getting a lot uh, social in their inboxes and regardless. So um, I definitely just wanted to share my brief thanks to Tracy for putting that out there. Many others have put similar stuff, but I read that, respect her a lot. 
and kind of led to, yeah, I think I should post this and do a podcast about it. Not that you guys don't know what detoxes are, but it's, it's nothing too complicated, but just share my experience and how well it works. So thanks to Tracy for that. With everything we've been dealing with the past six months, whatever it's been with the coronavirus, I know our jobs have been very stressful. Um, and a lot of these off-topic podcasts I want to do is to help mental well-being and all that sort of thing. I've, I've tried a lot. I've had my issues with stress and dealing with things. And uh, I don't need to explain to this audience about your jobs and all the stress we've been, been going through. But I, I want to help people if you know, you've had similar issues dealing with stress and you're trying to stay sane and um, all that sort of stuff. So that's the point of the OT podcast that I'll put here in the school PR podcast. And it may, some of them you'll have no interest in. Some of them you might. Uh, the digital detox one I thought was the first good one to, to talk about. And uh, so we're going to put them here. Um, but the detox one, I've never been good at social media detox. I'm always, you know, I'm terrible. I'm addicted to it. Uh, for all of us school PR practitioners, we're, most of us are also social media managers. So we're doing a million things. We're also checking our social media constantly, checking comments. Also social media, it's a big customer service lately. So uh, especially during this, everyone has questions. You're trying to help out. So I've never done a social media detox. I was to the point where sparing details. Yeah, let's let's do something. I, I need to get some of this negativity out, some of this stress out. So what are some of those things we can do? Besides a, a lot of the other things I mentioned with uh, the mental health and wellness stuff and physical activities that I like to do, I knew it needed to step it up. So I decided to do a digital detox. And what I did basically was I did the typical social media detox, which I've never done, which was great because a lot of the negativity I was getting was through social media uh, from what I was seeing in my feeds. And then as a social media manager, a lot of stuff coming in, um, that I can't repeat here on a family friendly podcast and directly, you know, that I had to read and deal with and respond to, which that weighs on you. And then you check your inbox and you're almost cringe to check the inbox. So, um, I decided to do a social media detox. The other thing, so I was evaluating what things I want to detox and remove from my life that I can with still doing my job to the best of my ability. So I did the social media detox, and then I added news detox. So especially the beginning of the coronavirus, we're all watching the news constantly. You got to pay attention to the updates, what's happening in your county, <clears throat> your state governors, what's the Fed saying. So we're watching news constantly, and you're watching local news and seeing what's on and uh, that got depressing. That was, and I'm a journalist. Um, once a journalist, always a journalist. I have journalism degrees, was a practicing news reporter and a news junkie. But um, the news was, it was depressing. So it was negative. It was a negative aspect of my life. So I added news to my detox. And I did this for, so I did, got rid of the social media, detox that and news. And I love news and nothing against news. They're reporting stuff, but they're also reporting a lot of worst case scenarios, which is news. You know, they're reporting, you know, outliers sometimes because that's news reporting what the normal happenings that we all walked into a store, everyone got along paid and, you know, open doors for each other. That's not newsworthy. So they report the extremes and that 
gets disturbing when you watch that over and over and it becomes, you're in this negative mindset. Then you go to social media and there's more negativity. So remove both of those, which greatly helped. I did this for a while and I need to get back on it. Um, so th- that was step one is removing the negative. <clears throat> and then that was great. And I started to see the, the mind shift. The other step to this is adding the positives So after you remove the negatives, also add positives. Uh, I found this really kind of almost speeds up your detox and gets you back to neutral and then a positive mindset from where the negativity and kind of the the stress was. So what I did for me was replacing that time that I would be on social media and the news at night and whenever it was and even throughout the day, especially in the weekends, I just not going to look this weekend. It'll be there. If it's urgent, they know how to get a hold of me and I can respond. Replace. So I started, I added positives as well. So for me, two of my favorites, I mean, besides doing some like tennis, golf, stuff like that, when I'm at home, I would add uh, comedies. So on Netflix, two of my all-time favorites, watch a lot of The Office, and a lot of Parks and Rec, two of the greatest shows ever invented. If you've never seen them, you're welcome. Binge. It will take a SWAT team to remove me from this office, and maybe not even that. Uh, you could never withstand a SWAT team. That's how devoted I am to this job. I'm just saying. I know. They would flank you, throw in a concussion. Grenade. I understand that, Dwight. You'd be on the ground. Do you think you're taking it a little dumb? Literally, Dwight. If you wanted to be. And now we're wasting tape. I'm gonna have to cut this all out. Can you say cut? So I know where to cut. I'm asking Pam to do it, please. Cut. Okay. What could stunning professional quality videos do for your school district's PR and communications? Find out how School Shine's professional video team can partner with your district at schoolshine.org. This podcast is also brought to you by MarketVolt Email Newsletter Solutions providing industry-leading email newsletter solutions that better connect over 800,000 parents, staff, and community members with their school districts. Learn more about Market Volt at betterk12newsletter.com. Blackboard believes in the power of good communication in helping students succeed and is a proud sponsor of School PR with Ryan Ferran. Blackboard, education's partner in change. Now, back to the podcast. So the point of comedies, adding them, is you get that dopamine. You get those endorphins going uh, through laughter. So not only are you not – you're removing the negative, but you're adding the positive, the good feelings. um, And all that provides and switches the chemical reaction in in your mind, in your brain. So not only remove the negatives, but find those positives. So even like if you have a conversation or somebody that – friend, family, that kind of those, that person that you may dread those conversations with, you know, it's not going to go well, it's negative. Don't do those, but make the phone calls that, you know, long lost people I haven't talked to that every time you catch up, it was, it's been like, you know, it's only been two weeks when it's maybe been a year or two. So add those positives. For me, it was, it was touching base with old friends that I haven't talked to in a while. Love doing that. That always makes you feel good. And then watching the comedies for me was great. I wouldn't watch like there's there's some uh, shows that I like, some dramas and stuff, but I, I remove those too. Not that they're depressing. They are interesting. But the comedies and the feel good really give you that those um, 
good feelings, the kind of the dopamine of laughter and, you know, laughter is the best medicine. So I, I really went the positive and it just took a couple, couple days of that and removing myself. And this was, I probably did this a couple months ago when we were really in the thick of things and it was really, um, pretty stressful that really helped, uh, change my mindset is adding the positives along with the leading the negatives for as long as I could. And it was a good reset. It was delightful. I was in my own little world. Um, this was especially during serious quarantine times that you're only going to the store and back and, um, that it, it helped a lot. So I would definitely recommend a detox. Um, if you can do it, I did the social media, the news, and then I added some, all the positives I can think of funny TV shows, uh, talking to good friends, family, whoever's positive, keep them negative, remove it. And you need to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. So that's what I did. That was my digital detox delight. Really enjoyed it. Would highly recommend it. It's, uh, probably should have done that a long time ago. Even if it's just the weekend, two days, take it off, um, from the social media, from, from the news, from anything else that's negative. Uh, if you go outside your house, you're walking the dog in the morning, you got the angry old man that, you know, you know, it's yelling at the kids to get off the lawn, go, go to the right, go down that block. Uh, instead, um, you'll find it, it really is, mindset does set the mood and uh the more positives you're around you surround yourself with remove the negative it really does help um in these times we all need way more positives than negatives because with our work and where life is the negatives are coming whether we like it or not so the more you can encourage positives in your own life control what you can control and set it to the positive the better it definitely helped me I hope it helps you. And uh, so that was OT number one, but we'll get uh, more OT, more off topic, the school PR podcast down the road. So that's it. Appreciate you guys listening to the school PR podcast. We'll be back soon. Hope you have a great day. Keep up the good work and really take care of yourselves so you can continue to take care of all the students, staff, and everybody in your communities. Um, It's been busy. You've stepped up. You've done an amazing job, but Remember, without you, you can't take care of anyone. So keep up the great work. So impressed with you guys. And thanks so much for the inspiration. You guys are the best. Hi, this is Rob Wiltsey, founder of Schoolshine. We make custom professional quality videos for school districts. We want to make sure your district has the very best video content possible and the best content strategy so you can get the most out of your videos. So check out some samples at schoolshine.org and schedule a call with us today to learn how you can take your videos to the next level. That's schoolshine.org. Do you wish that creating and sending email newsletters took less time and effort? Would you like more parents to tune in and read your district's newsletter? If so, try MarketVolt, the email newsletter platform tailored for districts like yours. With MarketVolt, it's simple to create newsletters that parents will read. MarketVolt automatically customizes your newsletter to match each parent's interest. With MarketVolt, you can create better newsletters with less headache and less hassle. Visit betterk12newsletter.com to learn what MarketVolt can do for you. That's betterk12newsletter.com, powered by MarketVolt.
Hey there, PR experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed. And thanks for letting us be a part of it.